Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Assassin's Creed Mirage. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today and joining alongside me are my fellow brothers of the Assassins. It's Anthony. Hello. And it's Shabazz. Hello. Oh, okay. Again, I, I, I wasn't sure what to expect when you were going to say that. I, I thought you were going to do like a like a hidden one's voice, like, like hello, and then then stab no. me in the throat no 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 this one i i wanted to go british because i thought it was only right to do dude you're like okay, you're like yeah, the we're, loudest we're, assassin <laughs> i'm the loudest assassin yeah man like with that Why? accent like everyone's gonna know you are not do you think part i'm talking to people when i'm assassinating them like oh no that got notch and then like stabbing i'm them. walking in the ceiling. i feel like that's what like, you wait, would do 100 percent. you would be walking with your top hat on you wouldn't even wear, wear the cloak you just wear top hat monocle with the little sticky stick Crane, stick, sticky cane. stick, <laughs> the cane, yeah. the, cane. <laughs> the sticky icky. That's so good. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's more Assassin's Creed Syndicate. So that's the one that took place in London. We're in uh, Baghdad. Oh yeah, for Assassin's hometown. Creed Mirage today. You know what? This is a. Uh, did you say hometown? <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are. This is a game review. Hold on. Wait a second. We are reviewing a game here on the movie podcast. I want to say the last time we did a game review. Was it for God of War? No, yeah. it was. Uh, we did Fallen Order, or yeah, or oh my gosh, yeah, yeah Fallen, Fallen Order was yeah. this year. Oh, yeah, that Tears was of the back, Kingdom, right? And, and we did Tears of the Kingdom. We did and many Kingdom, game yeah. reviews. <laughs> Listen, guys, it's been a long time since we've done a game review, and it's also been a very long year. Uh, but I also love doing game reviews with you guys because we all bring such a different perspective and history to it, and I think there's something so cool about talking about video games because we love talking about them from the cinematic perspective uh i always think i know this is a very deep cut for those of you listening to the movie podcast but uh when we interviewed billy mcclellan of nobody so this is a film that we did an interview for years ago at this point Mm -hmm. i always remember anthony and i talked to him and we spoke so long about the last of us and i remember anthony talking about how he always sees video games as like the evolutionary successor to what movies could be where the movies like, especially the video games that we have now are so cinematic and you get to go in and you get to tell your own stories um and the assassin's creed franchise has been one that has really i think led the charge especially early on in you know going back to 2007 with the first game that we are 
telling these giant stories. We're having these giant cinematic events, these blockbuster games, um, but we're also having some incredible gameplay and characters and moments to go along with that. So I'm so excited to dive into all of our experiences with Assassin's Creed, what our thoughts are on Mirage. Again, we are going to be staying spoiler-free here because this is the movie podcast. You can catch brand new episodes all throughout the week with interviews, reviews, and so much more on all the latest movies and series. Anthony, you got something to say. This is just off topic because you brought up Billy and I remember he sent you a mask. <laughs> and yeah. you, were, you, were, you were like, oh yeah, Billy, send me the Spider-Man mask. But it was yeah. lobsters, but you didn't realize yeah. it was inside out. So Dude, why so did the, he send so me a lobster <laughs> mask? But it was actually... The lobsters in the inside, but Spider-Man was supposed to be on the yeah. outside. It's just he just had to flip think, it through. Sorry, yeah, I, that was that was just I, some a memory that no, was no, unlocked. No, that that I I love that because I'll never forget getting that package in the mail and being so confused to being like, why is there a mask with lobsters? Like, who sent me this? I, I had no recollection of what this is, and then I'm I I turned it inside out. I'm like, oh, it's Spider Man on it. So I'm like, that that makes more a lot more sense. Um, but also funny, you know, there is a Ubisoft connection with Billy. You, Billy also did a lot of voices for Watch Dogs. So it's just a you know, there's the the Ubisoft connection today. And I do want to say thank you to our friends at Ubisoft for providing us with codes to Assassin's Creed Mirage. The game releases on October 5th on Xbox uh, Xbox Series X. Xbox One, Xbox, uh, sorry, PS5 and PS4. So it's going to be on all of the family of systems. You'll be able to experience it and play Assassin's Creed because it's been a few years. The last time we played an Assassin's Creed game was Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which came out all the way back in the launch year of these consoles, which is in 2020, which feels like 10 years ago at this point. Uh, but I do want to say before we get into everything with Assassin's Creed, um, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Make sure you join our discord we'll probably open up a discord channel for this too so if you are planning on playing assassin's creed mirage if you are a fan of the assassin's creed series maybe you're a fan of the assassin's creed movie we don't know let us know we'd love to hear from you because i don't think we've you know met anybody who actually really liked it but we'll uh, maybe we'll find you in our discord so play- make sure you join us there and if you're watching this on youtube please like subscribe leave a comment below um consider checking us out on spotify on apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts we're there um and we'll have some ads on the show so you know we're still getting used to where our ad placements are going to be if you had feedback for us let us know right into the show hello at the moviepodcast.ca or leave a comment below and just let us know like hey Ad comes in at a weird time. We're, we're still finessing everything. Uh, so we're figuring that out. But yes, today is all about Assassin's Creed Mirage. This is really the return to form or kind of back to basics with Assassin's Creed, where we've been getting these giant RPG experiences, starting with Assassin's Creed Origins from and then the Odyssey into Valhalla. We had these, you know, giant, huge, sprawling open worlds with a lot of crafting, a lot of collecting items, a lot of doing a lot more RPG elements and they haven't really felt as, you know, tied to the assassins worlds as they did in the earlier trilogy, especially in, you know, the first assassins creed, um, the Ezio trilogy, um, three and, you know, black flag uh, really was, I think that springboard into, uh, telling these bigger stories. Uh, but Assassin's Creed Mirage, I'm really excited to talk about it. Shay, I'd love for you to start us off. Give us your history with Assassin's Creed, where you kind of started with the series, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit more about Mirage, and we'll open it up to everybody. 
For me, the Assassin's Creed franchise really started with the, the second game. The Ezio trilogy was really my bag, and I, I completely loved it. I think it was just so beloved by everybody because I remember the first game, which I haven't played all the way. I've played bits and pieces of it. Uh, it wasn't like the most... Like, there was things that people really liked about it, but everyone was kind of like, I don't know. Like I'm not sure if I'm in love with it yet. And then when 2 came out, they really seemed to fix it. Uh, it was also still that era of Assassin's Creed where we had the dual, you know, the modern day take, and then we also still had the Assassin's Creed era. So, hate or love it, that was kind of how the series went. Um, I didn't play three. I played Black Flag, and then I mean, I think Unity was right after. Yeah, so we had Black Flag, and then the following year, uh, because Black Flag came out on the new generation at that time in 2013, yeah. and then in 2014, we had Unity and we had Rogue, yes. which came out. So Rogue was for Previous the last gen, consoles. and then... Yeah, and then Unity was for the PS4 and yeah. for the Xbox. And the assassin for Rogue was named Shay. I remember that very well. It, it was. was. Everyone he kept was. calling me an assassin. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I kind of feel like I. And this, this is, if anything, this game is more me than than, than Shay was in the previous one. 100%. Uh, I mean, yeah, 100%. taking place in the Middle East. Yeah. Uh, th I, I mean, I used to call you Bossom all the yeah. time as well, too. I'm also, I used I to call my, him. I don't have my finger here, so that's also why. Yeah. <laughs> I used to call him Baghdad Baddie as well. That was, no, you uh, that was my nickname. Baddie. Baddie. Baddie? The bad Baghdaddy. Baghdaddy. But I like yeah. Baghdad Baddie because you're a <laughs> yeah. baddie in Baghdad. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so I don't much. want to call you a daddy, though. <laughs> Baghdad Daddy is a little... Or Zaddy? I'll be a... I don't know. They don't really... Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll stop this conversation here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so... Uh, and then when we got to Origins, which I tried to play a little bit of, couldn't get into. And then mm -hmm. Odyssey came out, which I really loved. I really loved Odyssey. I put, I think, 800 hours into it, and I still didn't come close to finishing the game. Oh, you didn't even get the title sequence yet. Then. I don't think so. And, and I think that's <laughs> kind of where I started to feel very discouraged by the franchise. Because I put in, I think, like 50 plus hours into odyssey and i still wasn't even close to being done and i was like how and it really just turned me off from the franchise i played a little bit of valhalla when it came out and i still couldn't get into it because again way too big way too much happening in it especially in a time when there are so many games coming out you kind of have to be aware that you know people want to de dedicate their time to different video games you can't put me in this world this isn't like Baldur's Gate 3 or games where they're just real-time strategy where you're constantly playing for hours and hours and hours and that's like you can go back to it. Assassin's Creed, when you take time apart from it and you go back into it, that, that learning curve sometimes is a bit too much to kind of just dive right back in. There's too many controls. Yeah. It's kind of how I feel even about games like Ghost of Tsushima, which absolutely loved, but when I go back to it, I'm like, I got to retrain my mind. Even Red Dead. Yeah. And also the story, right? Like and the story. There's so much story that's happening, especially when you look at... Uh, games like that, like this, that the previous trilogy of Assassin's Creed games with Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla, where there is so much story happening. There was a lot of expansions. There was so much, there was such a deep combat and uh, weapon system and gear system in those games. So you were constantly trying to, you know, if you took time away from it, kind of wrap your head and go back into it and figure out, okay, yeah. what's what, what, what weapons do I need? What levels do I need to worry about and power up and all that stuff? It's right? too much. The RPG elements are definitely great for the people who really, really love them. But for me personally, I was really missing just the simplicity of what made Assassin's Creed great. I just wanted to go around, do a leapfrog jump on somebody and just 
stab him right in the neck or something and, and make it really simple. Uh, go down a list of, of, of just main baddies or Baghdadis in this case, and just go to them yeah. and just, and just, yeah. And just take them out like in, in a very simple narrative. So when we heard about the announcement of Assassin's Creed Mirage, you know, was it last E3 or the E3 before that was it last E3. Right. Yeah, not the uh, one that happened I, I this think year. It was, I mean, we. I think we've heard about it for yes. a while. Yes, you heard about it for a while. The nature the official, of the games industry. Yes, the official yeah. reveal happened. I, I was really interested. I was like, okay, this is you're telling me we're not going back to form. You're going under a 20-hour game. Let's see what they can do. And I'm happy to report th- this game is awesome. There, this is exactly what I wanted. I was so excited for this game coming out. I'm so glad it actually lived up to what it needed to do. Are there issues with the game? Absolutely. I, I feel like there are some isms that Assassin's Creed games have that they still haven't been able to nail down. And this game still has them. Um, technical wise, it's really hard for me to talk about some of the bugs and issues in this game only because we are playing this game, I think right now, before one of the day one patches as well. So there are some right. of those 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 you know, issues that occur, but I can kind of let them slide because they never luckily broke the game for me or they never really put me in a position with the game where I was like, oh, well, I got to restart this. I just usually had to kind of walk away for a bit, come back, and then guess what? It would kind of move me forward, which which I thought was pretty good for a game that, you know, has so much happening in it. The map is a really, really good size. You can go from point A to point B in a great respectable amount of time. The... The the tools, the weapons, the story, the character of Bassem, I found him really, really interesting, very complex, very depthful. And I just there's there's a lot within this world. It also does help that the representation in this game is fantastic. I played a couple hours of this game with the Arabic setting on because they said that, hey, that they've introduced that. And it added this layer that I thought was so deep and so fulfilling. I was like, wow, this seems really, really cool. It feels very like I'm playing this time and, and I'm, I'm really invested in it. And then I went obviously back because at a certain point I was like, I need to really know what's happening and, and, and start to guess <laughs> what, even though I was right. in the subtitles, I'm like, I need to like really hear it. Uh, so going back to the game in English as well, really fun, really great. I just, I'm really glad that Assassin's Creed is back to the way that it needed to be to make it a very uh, digestible game. I know that they are going to eventually go back to the massive world games as well. But if every couple of years we get one of these, like, I'm in. I'm. I, I know what I'm going to get myself into. Maybe I'll skip out on the ones, or I'll play them, or whatever the ones that are really big. But as of right now, this is where I want to be in this kind of a world. Assassin's Creed Mirage is is fresh. It's a great take on 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 that world that we're so used to and loving. But it's just it's a, it's a welcome back that I've been wanting. I love that. Now, before before we go uh, any further, I do want to address the patch that you mentioned. Um, so I'm just going through our review guide here. Uh, so the first patch will introduce a bunch of stability fixes, and it's going to be pushed prior to the embargo of us recording this. So this is prior to October 2nd. Um, so there will that will be a patch. That will be like the first day one patch. Uh, and then there will be issues that will be addressed, you know, post-release of the game um so we are playing this um i'm not too sure of the version that we're playing but we are playing before i guess the big day one patch that a lot of people will have um so this very much is uh in development stage for this review from what we are being told uh but yeah for, for me i didn't run into too many um technical 
issues, but again, I'll, I'll talk about the ones that I did. But Chase, sorry, I want I want you to follow up on that. Yeah, no. So really quickly, all I wanted to say is I don't think we even said what we're playing on, but we're playing on the PS5, just so that there is yes. some context on that. But go ahead, go ahead, Daniel. No, that that that's that's a great point. Yeah, we are all playing these on PS5s on digital editions, which obviously because we got codes for the game. Uh, but yeah, we are all playing on PS5. Anthony. I would love for you to tell us your history with Assassin's Creed because we're all coming from a d- bit of a different spot here. Um, and then uh, <laughs> we go and do it. Uh, and then we could, uh, that was me s- stabbing your throats. Uh, and then, yeah, let us know what you thought of the game. Well, uh, my, my, I guess my time with Assassin's Creed really started with this one, truthfully. I think I spend the most time with this game than I have ever done with any of the other Assassin's Creed. So my first introduction to Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed like video game wise was when I got my Xbox one and it was a, a bundle of unity and black flag and I think another one might have been part of it but that was kind of like my introduction but it's also uh, Assassin's Creed has established a, a fandom and like a, a cultural presence even if you haven't played the game, you've probably heard of it. You've probably seen it. You know the characters wear the cloaks and you do this. So I was pretty well versed in what I'm supposed to do in this game. As an assassin, I'm going to kind of assassinate people. I, I understand that. Yeah. So um, I, I think talking to you when the PS5 came out, sorry, there's a fly in my, there's a mosquito in my uh, room. Stab it, dude. Just get <laughs> yeah, the I can't. It's out. so small. My, my thing is so uh, but <laughs> I think it was you, the Daniel and Che, you guys were talking about Valhalla and how it was such a interesting game is a different take on Assassin's Creed. You were like these Vikings. So I, I kind of got a little bit excited going into this because I thought it was going to be a little bit different than what I've seen and what I've heard and what I've been uh, aware of for the past 15 years of this, of this um, franchise. And truthfully, I, I couldn't connect with this game. I really had a hard time finding my stride with it. Like technically the game works. Like you put it on, you could do whatever you've done in Assassin's Creed over the past 10 years and you can do that. But I feel like the gameplay and the evolution of this franchise really hasn't changed. Like it's, I played, I remember playing about a month ago. I asked you guys, which Assassin's Creed should I play? And let me, and Che, you said, start with two. So I started two, and I think that was the Ezio start. Yeah. 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 It was Ezio Auditore. Yes. Yeah, and I'm the, like, oh the, shit, the, this guy's Italian. I'm going to be like, but it was, it was so far removed. I, I was a little disconnected with the Italian part, but I felt like even playing that game and playing this game, the mechanics are so similar. They're so, they're very, they're almost the same. The traversal of getting over the building, getting over the person, going here and going there, and never really felt evolved as much as, like, if I was to play um, Spider-Man, for instance, like, I feel like I'm moving through the city. I don't ever feel like I'm moving through the city as as Bossom. I always feel like I'm getting stuck somewhere. I'm getting sticky or I can't climb this or he's having trouble going here and going there. I just yeah, never feel Yeah, he does feel, feel like- very magnetic. Yeah, he definitely feels very magnetic in this one. A little bit more than I felt. And it could just be the location, but it felt, it felt very like when I've played with Eivor and Valhalla or Cassandra or... Bayek in Origins, they feel a little bit looser where Bossom feels like he's a little bit more magnetic to the 
surroundings. So sometimes I'll just I'll go to a well. I'm like, no, I don't I don't want to go there. I want to go here, and he'll be stuck to that. Right, right, and 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 that's kind of like the mechanics for me. I couldn't just get into it, and I couldn't get into the story as well because I felt like I've heard the story many times, even though I haven't played all the Assassin's Creed. It's the same story of I am in a situation where I need to be strong for the people who are not. And that's the whole idea of Assassin's Creed. And then I felt like, let's give a, let's give us a different story with these characters. Let's give them more grounded. I felt that I, I lost track of what we were really fighting for at times. Um, but you know, the game is, is fun to kill people. And I, I know that's, that's, that's a funny thing to say, <laughs> but it is fun to kill people in this game. It, and that's what this game's about. Like no doubt about it. It's about a, an assassin but i do have i do have fun i did have fun killing people but i just i just couldn't connect with it i just couldn't and i think it's the series for me i just can't connect with the series and i i'm a big fan of stealth missions i like metal gear is my my biggest thing when i when i'm playing a game i usually would like to be in stealth but i find it really hard to be in stealth with this dude because i always find that i get caught I always find that I'm always in a situation where I can't get out of or I can't hide, even though I can jump in this haystack that's been the staple of Assassin's Creed for a yeah. hundred years, but we haven't really evolutionized that portion of why don't we maybe think of something else, but or sit with the people or or kind of merge in with that. But yeah, that's kind of like my 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 feeling with this version of Assassin's Creed. Like Mirage it has good points, but I feel like it missed the boat with just connecting with new audience. Cause I know Shay, you said it's going back to the basics, but I don't know if that's a good thing. I feel like we need to evolve this or re rethink about what Assassin's Creed is in 2023 and not go back to what it was 10 years ago. I, I agree with what you're saying that. Yes. You know, going back to the basics doesn't always mean a good thing. But I think for someone like me who really fell off the franchise with how much they tried to change it, going back to the basics at least allowed me to kind of like step back into this world and play the game that I'm familiar with. You're absolutely right. This game is not breaking any new ground. There's no Assassin's Creed since 2007 is still Assassin's Creed today. Like the the, the mechanics, the, the way the game plays, the bales of hay, the bales of flour, the synchronization, all that is very much the same plus a few other extras they kind of added through. But I guess it's just that familiarity that I love. But you're also right. Like, if this continues forward, like, if the next Assassin's Creed game that is in the Mirage kind of world where it's smaller is the exact same thing, will that keep me interested? Probably not. You are right. I am looking for something new. There are things in this game that I was like, okay, like, it just kind of feels the same. But it still kind of made me happy playing through because I think I was just really invested in going back to the world. Maybe it was nostalgia that was doing it for me. Maybe it was something else. But you're right. There is that cur- that worry and that concern. I said curry instead. That worry and that concern of, is this sustainable? Is this something that you can really kind of keep going forward? And I think Ubisoft has put themselves in a really weird spot because they announced a lot of Assassin's Creed based content that was coming out uh, that is coming right. out and you kind of wonder like 
are you, you, you took some time off, but now we're going to go back to saturating everything again. So we're in a weird spot with where Assassin's Creed is going to go forward. I, I wonder if there's a lot of just waiting to see how Mirage does, not only financially, but also critically, to see kind of where they kind of push forward. But again, video games do take a long time to make, so they're probably already deep in the other ones. There's a lot of questions that I'm sure we're going to keep talking about during this. I find that Ubisoft is is fine. Like it, it's very similar to like Square Unix, where they they have a certain look, a certain mechanic. Like with Final Fantasy, you can play all the Final Fantasies, and they they feel very similar. They look very similar, and they never really push forward a different look. As well as and where Ubisoft has that same feeling, where it has Assassin's Creed or Watchdog, it, it, the, the mechanics, the movement, the character designs, the the controller layout. They all feel very slimmer from one game, from one franchise to another. It's all part of that world. And I feel like they're stuck there and they can't get out of it. Where if we take, for instance, um, Naughty Dog, it feels different from Uncharted to to Last of Us or Insomniac, where it's like Spider-Man, Ratchet and Clank. They have different vibes, different feelings, different people working on different stories. Well, this... Ubisoft feels like they're all just working in one world and this is the world they'll stay f- until they die. And I don't know if that's sustainable for Absolutely. them in the future. And even for Square Unix, that's not sustainable for them either. But that's not, we're not talking about that. So it's, it's, it's interesting because Assassin's Creed Mirage originally started as an expansion for Valhalla. So it was actually going to be a DLC expansion. And then they decided to, you know, spin it out into its own game. And I'm glad that they did uh, because I'm someone who I've played every Assassin's Creed game. I've beaten every Assassin's Creed game with the exception of Unity um, because that game was famously, infamously very buggy at launch and I got soft locked into an area about 20 hours into that game and I never went back to it because I was just frustrated but I've beaten every other Assassin's Creed game I've put in especially with this the most recent trilogy of Origins and Odyssey and uh, Valhalla probably like a, over 100 hours in each game and I had to I guess relearn or re-examine what Assassin's Creed was, right? Just like Ubisoft did when they were trying to reinvent the series with Origins and onward, because it became very much just like we're doing the same thing, but in a different setting and a different time. Um, they'll, their games will look beautiful. They'll have the best environments. You know, I even think back to Unity, how amazing uh, France looked in that game, or how amazing Paris looked in that game. Still to this day, is uh, the best. And what I've loved with every Assassin's Creed has done really is that. You know, I think is starting with Origins, please correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, they've done like these history modes where you could actually just tour the areas and you could just play it like a simulator and just kind of learn about these different locations. And um, I think Ubisoft has always been really good with representation and showcasing their diversity and you know, not just the, their developers, but also within the worlds and respecting and showing love for the places that these games take place in. Now, Boston is a character who we were introduced to in Valhalla and this is taking place about 10, 11 years before uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla does. So we see Bossom as a lot younger man, learning what the Brotherhood is, learning what the Hidden Ones are. And then you kind of go on his journey. And like Anthony said, it's a very familiar tale. Like he's fighting for his, for his, his area, his people, his family, his loved ones. And then he kind of gets thrust into this larger adventure. Um, and I love that this feels like a return to form. This feels, for better and for worse like a return back to what those earlier Assassin's Creed games were, where you were um, just 
playing stealth. You didn't have a lot of, you have tools that you get. And I really like that they map the tools to like a weapon wheel. So you'll have six different tools that you could use. I believe it's six, six. I think it's six. Um, and you could use like a smoke bomb. You could use throwing knives. You have a torch, which I never used. Did you, Shay, did you use a torch at all in this game? To when you were like exploring to fight? areas? Uh, only the one. No, part. not, not, not to fight, but like in like a, in a dark area Just or anything. Like that. I never felt like I needed made to. me use it. Like it said, Hey, yeah. use your torch here. And I'm like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll try it out. Yeah. It. So a lot it's of the a tools I didn't use, like, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used, I used a lot of the smoke bomb. I used yeah. a lot of the throwing knives and the mm-hmm. blow darts, like yes. those ones. Cause I would try and take out enemies from afar. Uh, and then of course you have your trusted Eagle, uh, Inikyu. Is it? Yeah. What's it? Any Yeah. In this game, um, I'm I'm so used to calling it uh, Sinu from uh, Origins or uh, well, God, I forget the one the the Raven was called in uh, Valhalla. But uh, no, it's it, and 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 here's the thing: because I'm so used to for the last like six years of my life, I've been playing Assassin's Creed as these giant RPG games. Mirage feels very bare bones compared to it and i don't just mean in the size of the map i think baghdad's beautiful and it's a very digestible map where i could go from one end to the other and not feel like i need to fast travel i could be like no you know what i'm gonna run there i'm gonna i'm gonna do some parkour there or ride my horse there but uh where you have the other games where i feel like especially in odyssey i feel like okay i could i feel like i could book a plane to this part of Greece and get there sooner before I could ride my horse there. But uh, I feel like Mirage is, is a tale of two games for me where I really loved how straightforward, how simple it was. But I also missed a lot of things like um, upgrading my weapons in a, in a certain way or, you know, always finding new weapons or looting and uh, looting people to find armor parts and upgrading them that way and changing the appearances. Like there's little things like that. Those were quality of life things that I think, Valhalla did so well and that trilogy did so well where in Mirage now if I want to change the look of a weapon I have to go to a vendor in the city and then I have to get there and like it just feels like it's a little bit more taxing and it's not as fun to do that where this just used to be something I could do in the menu now you feel like you went a lot back in time to like the PS3 days to have to do something like that or it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like once you've established that you could do something in the menu to now have to go to a point on the map to do it feels very very backwards it feels like we're going way back in time um but i really love the traversal in this game i think Bassam, the his character himself is really interesting i love that all of the stories in the game were connected to each other it literally felt like you know like in a detective movie where they have all of the pictures on the wall and you're connecting all the lines to you know who the the who's the head organization person um that's what this game is and it makes you kind of feel like batman when you're investigating areas um it, it was a little frustrating because some of those points of interests that you were trying to get to and discover you wouldn't always see even if you went into your eagle mode you would just be like okay where is this last thing um or wouldn't show up so sometimes i found that i had to reload my last checkpoint or even close the game and reopen it again to have something trigger or have a moments though i killed all these enemies or i free these prisoners i'd have to restart my, my reload my save for it to actually see that oh i did this I had a really hard time with the eagle trying to pinpoint where in the map it wanted me to go. And I just would track it and it would like find it and it just wouldn't close. And I, I, I found it a very, very, like it was tedious. It, it became frustrating where I'm like, what do you want me to do with this eagle? And why can't you help me get to where I am? Or why can't I just d- get there? The things like that become obstacles in trying to get to the place you need to go to. And I found that 
a the mechanic of that could have been a lot better uh b the eagle could have been a lot the eagle could have used its eyes and it didn't in that case <laughs> also you know speaking of the eagle this is something i was talking about to shay about um i was so frustrated sometimes using inaku because i would throw my eagle in to you know scope out the area and mark enemies but as soon as i'd go into an area he would start getting like like shot with arrows and i'm like how did these people know that that specific eagle is a hundred percent spy is yeah. an assassin i'm like there's no way let me just scope it out like if i get close sure yeah they could attack it but like i was so far away so there was like little moments like that i'm like just no let me let me just scope out let me get a sense of where i'm at um and, and it's interesting because i feel like again i'm going to be comparing a lot to the rpg trilogy which rpg trilogy i'll origins odyssey and valhalla where i think the combat in those games i got a lot more um used to it in the sense where it's like okay i have my i have my weapons i could have different weapons i could have a spear and axe whatever i want where in this game you have your dagger and you have your sword and then you have your hidden blade but when you're fighting you don't really feel a difference between uh, the dagger or the sword they just feel like these are your weapons yes you could unlock different ones they'll have different stats and things like that but it's not super in-depth um, but what ended up happening like anthony's experience i would go in i would be as stealth as i could and then i would eventually get seen and i'd never really worry if i was seen because there wasn't a lot of consequences to being seen other than tailing missions which we'll talk about afterwards but i never felt like i would get in trouble if i would be seen i literally would just have all the guys come up to me and I would parry and then kill them, parry, then kill them. I literally have a video and we could probably throw this video up in the review right now where I just have like 30 dead soldiers around me because it's just the, the combat didn't feel too in depth. And we're in an era now where we have so many games coming out where their combat feels fluid. And I always want to go back to that feeling of like taking this person down and taking this person down and using these finishers where We've had that in the RPG trilogy, but in this in this game, it feels a lot more basic where I'm just fighting, slashing, parrying, killing them, and that's it. And it feels a little bit lighter where it used to be a lot more in-depth. So even though I, I and I know I'm having a lot of criticism for this game, I really enjoyed Assassin's Creed Mirage. I think this is a game that, like for people like Shay who fallen off from the series, will come back and be like, this is familiar. This is the Assassin's Creed that I know. It looks beautiful. I think the animations are beautiful. And exploring Baghdad is really exciting. I can't wait to go back because I do want to try and platinum this game because I was feeling fulfilled going location to location and taking somebody out and doing these missions. But there isn't a lot of depth to it. And I think that's where I was missing a lot more of what I've you know, I've gone from the Assassin's Creed world in the last six years where I've gone these experiences that have really made me feel like I got to play it my own way. Mirage makes you feel like you're going to play it Bossom's way. You're going to play it the way that Ubisoft kind of wants you to play it, which is great. But for people who have been conditioned to be able to approach things however they want to be, they may be left a little bit disappointed feeling that, hey, you know what? I feel like I was a little bit forced down this path when I wanted to, you know, take my own route there. So that's kind of where I'm at with it right now. I, I think when, and I, that's a great point that you bring up, that yes, you are definitely a lot, it's, there's an open world, but it's still very linear, right? I mean, you look at their last the RPG trilogy where it's like, it's an open world, 
it's an open world. Like you have unlimited go wherever you want, go wherever you want, do whatever you want. And you probably won't even touch the main narrative for quite a while. Um, again, I was grateful that it was a smaller game because we have a lot of games right now that we're kind of in at the moment. So yeah, 20 hours, you know, 20, 20 hours. hours to, to and beat the I think, game. Yeah. you know, we all completed it within, I think, 17, really. And that's not including the bonus content that isn't available to us yet. And there's a bunch of side missions. But within the main storyline, I think we kind of got it done around that time. And that was mm-hmm. that was perfect for me. That was like enough. I was like, okay. I'm in, I got it. Because as much as I love the Assassin's Creed franchise, I I don't stay in it long enough. And like when I did that with Odyssey, I was having such a great time. But then when I realized, I'm like, oh my God, I've put in this many hours and I'm not even close to finishing the game. I immediately just felt like, oh, like, I don't know if I want to continue anymore. And I, and I just stopped. I, I I was just bummed out that I that I didn't finish it. But it's very overwhelming. Time, it was very yeah. overwhelming. Exactly it. This, again, it's just bite-sized, it's palatable. This game is going to be available on the iPhone 15 Pro. So if you have one of those, really curious like, yeah. how that's going to work and play out. I mean, is this, that's very, is this very the cool. same? Is this the same? Same um, game. Same game. Like I, I remember here, r- watching reviews and talking about how the 15 Pro is just going to utilize the same graphics as what we're going to get in these systems yeah. now, USB-C which is... port, plug it in. You've got your own mini console on the go. That's I would hundred percent. I would hundred percent. If there's if there's a way to do a cross save, with I think Ubisoft has that right with their Connect Plus. I I believe so. So like, if there's a way to do it, I would hundred percent, hundred percent go in and play on my phone and you know tackle the game there because this is a sto- this is a game that I still want to go back. Like I was saying, I want to go back and uh, try and hundred percent it because it feels it feels attainable. It doesn't feel like. Yeah, it doesn't feel like, you know, I've I've every every time I've played an Assassin's Creed game, I'm like, maybe this is the one. And <laughs> the closest I've gone to hundred percenting them, or I did hundred percent Assassin's Creed two, collecting all those feathers, yeah, um, doing all that, because it felt like even though I was in that game world for a long time, it was still, you know, palatable where I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna I could I could do this where Valhalla, I'm like, Hey, I don't have three hundred hours to no. go snooping around and finding all of this stuff and going place to place to place it's a lot to do and that we can't see all the trophies just to everyone's aware we can't see no we all. cannot but we know roughly yeah. how many achievements and trophies we've gotten so yeah so i i, I think i about 60 percent trophy wise nice so like i i know the trophies will go online on the second so by the time you're listening to this the trophy list is going to the trophy list is out already um, so just be mindful of spoilers. We're not talking any spoilers here, but it is something I'm like, you know what? Like this seems like it could be achievable. Like, and I like this game world enough. And I think with the patches coming, I think it's only going to improve a lot of the stuff as it has before mm-hmm. with the Assassin's Creed games where patches have fixed a lot. But I think just as the story wise, I'm, I really enjoyed the story. It was simple. It was straightforward. It feels very, um, each kind of branch of like this web that you're doing uh, feels like its own little mini story. And then it kind of builds up to whoever you have to assassinate. And then that will kind of draw a line closer to figuring out who the head of this, uh, of this order is. So each kind of moment felt like a little mini episode of like a series where you're kind of building out, like establishing kind of this, this world around you before you get to the big main bad. And then, you know, full Assassin's Creed mode, you know, kind of goes from there. But I just want to give a shout out to voice actress and actress. And I'm going to try to pronounce her, her name because it's a very unique name. Shorei Agdash Lu, who 
if you've watched 24, you know who she is. If you've watched uh, mm-hmm. quite a bit of her films, you know who she is. She has such a unique voice and it's, it was nice to oh, see yeah. her because it's, I haven't seen her in a lot of things in a while. So, uh, being able to see her as a, as a, I, I guess, can we say she was an assassin in this storyline? Like yeah, she's, uh, she was in the trailer. She was in Valhalla. Yeah. yeah, yeah so she was in Valhalla as well. Yeah. She's uh yeah, she's just a super unique voice. Like her voice is so distinguishable. Like I, Oh, I know yeah. that voice. I know her. She's Dina from 24. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Yeah. She's fantastic. It's again, the voice acting in this game is phenomenal. Like every single person I thought just brought some great complexity to the characters, which is something that I sometimes feel that like Ubisoft games is, are kind of missing. There's a cheesiness to the dialogue that I feel like is the Ubisoft uh, way. And, and for a lot of people, it absolutely works because clearly they're still making games so people like it. Uh, but for me, this yeah. one, it finally felt like, okay, there's there's a bit more seriousness to the tone that I kind of prefer. So yeah, I really, I really dug that. Yeah, and, and I think when you look at like the lineage of Assassin's Creed like I feel like Assassin's Creed has been that you know that crown jewel for Ubisoft over the last 15 plus years um so they've been able to bring you know some great performances throughout all of them luckily there's been the majority of the assassins in the series I've been really big fans of um with the exception of Shay but that's just for personal reasons uh but it's been a uh, it's really good, and I think Boss. Oh God, Shay, I just like slash his face. Uh, but I think Bossum is a uh, is a great assassin. I'm I love that we got to learn a lot more about him because you you know about him in Valhalla, but to really know where he comes from and what he's fighting for, I think, uh, brings a lot to it. And it's just nice to be. Um, it's nice and it's a little refreshing to not have that weight of a bunch of marks of you know your min- your map having a bunch of things that like that are pulling you away from what matters most and that's the storytelling as the characters and it's the gameplay and i think assassin's creed mirage goes back to what made those first games feel so solid and feel so great and it really kind of brings that into this new era so it's a really interesting mesh let's get into our final recommendations for assassin's creed mirage shabazz i'm going to get you to start us off brother a lot of a lot of the criticisms are very very fair points, and especially the ones Anthony that you brought up. Is this how I want the franchise to continue forward? I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. I do want something new. That now that I got that that welcome back, that 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 piece of nostalgia that owed to the first couple of games. I'm like, okay, perfect. Do I want this to continue going continue going forward? I don't know. I want something a little bit fresher, a little bit newer that really enhances the combat, that enhances all the all the things that really we we've, we've wanted. Takes a blend of both the old and the new versions of Assassin's Creed and kind of pushes them forward. When it comes to Assassin's Creed Mirage, though, I, I love what this game has done. I love the joy that it got me, and I love the representation that it brought. Walking through the streets of Baghdad while the Adan was playing in the background was so cool. It just felt like. I was witnessing my ancestors probably. I don't know. I mean, obviously I'm not hmm. Iraqi, but yes, it was still just very, very cool to kind of see that world happen there. And I, and I loved the characters. I loved where it was going. I loved the gameplay bugs, despite that could have happened. I mean, granted when we, when I finish this game with the platinum trophy down the road, I'm really curious to see how it goes. And I'm sure we'll discuss it at that point as well. But for now I will say, play it. It's great. You, if you love the Assassin's Creed franchise, this, if you've loved the last RPG games, maybe this, like Damon was saying, it might feel a little bit too bare bones for you, but it might just be a nice little pout cleanser for the next game that's coming out. And I really hope people have a good time with it. 
Yeah, you know, Shay, I'm right there with you. This is a play for me. I had a really great time with it. Aside from the little issues that I had that we've spoken about for the last 40 minutes, um, there's a lot to love here. I think, you know, first and foremost, it's a character blossom. I think it's the world that we're in. This feels like a lived-in world. It feels like a world that I want to continue exploring. It feels very Prince of Persia, which obviously, you know, Assassin's Creed was birthed from being a prince of persia game and it's funny because we had the uh um, that's the only suit and dagger and stuff i use by the way this game was literally yeah prince you used jake gyllenhaal. <laughs> the prince of persia suit jake gyllenhaal. jake gyllenhaal jake gyllenhaal does not have a skin in this game so but we'll uh we'll Ooh. ask you himself about that <laughs> but uh no I, I had a great time with it i think there's a lot to love here yes it's a little bit more of a a toned down experience from the larger rpg games that we've had over the last six or seven years uh but this is at its core an assassin's creed game this is what makes assassin's creed great and i think this is something that if you've fallen off the series and you want to jump into it and not have you know those little in, and have a, a beautiful hd 4k experience i think assassin's creed mirage is the way to go i think you're gonna have a great time with the story and just want to explore and learn more and just you know get lost in this world because it really is a world that you get lost in it's absolutely beautiful um and i'm really excited to see where ubisoft decides to take the series going forward i know we know there's a japan one coming there's other ones coming uh larger games we'll see what method they kind of go with but for me I do miss a lot of what made those RPG games great. The variation of weapons, the variation of crafting and armor and fighting. But this is through and through a classic Assassin's Creed experience. And for that, it made me happy. Anthony, take us on home. You know, you, I, I kind of expressed how I felt uh, in the early part of this review, but I just couldn't connect with this game. And as someone who's new to the franchise... And hasn't really played any of the other games. This game didn't really want me to be part of that franchise and really continue playing more Assassin's Creed. So, you know, this is just my opinion. It didn't connect with me. It didn't speak with me. I think it's a skip it. But if you're a huge fan of it and you really want to try it out, go ahead, buy it, try it out, or maybe wait for it to be on uh, PlayStation uh, Extra? Is it Extra now? Or what's the what's the subscription service which which connects you extra, to Extra there's premium you also and then have obviously on the Xbox side there's Ubisoft game Pass Plus as well, as well or whatever it's called that. that yeah, so there's Ubisoft Plus, right. but like I think if you, you sign up for one of the subscription services, Ubisoft yeah. Plus is part of it. So maybe wait for that as well. But like I, I'm I'm looking forward to the day where the Assassin's Creed kind of changes and gives a different approach to being an assassin than what we've been getting for the past. Know, 10 to 15 years. I don't even know. I keep saying 15 years. I don't even know if this, this franchise is 15 this, years this old. This is the, literally the 15th anniversary. It starts the game. Oh, okay. It cool. is. Yeah. So I'm just lucky. <laughs> but on I'm that curious, number. Anthony, though, like I, I'm curious, like if you like next time you're over, like you should try Valhalla to see if it speaks to you a little bit differently because it's also very different from this game. So yeah. I'm curious and to I, see how. And I remember how watching you play and I'm like, oh, this feels so different. It feels more open world. It just didn't feel yeah, like you're huge. in a closed section. And it's nothing I'd against. Ride a wolf. Nothing against Baghdad. Like Baghdad looks great and all. It looks fantastic, but it just felt like I didn't have a lot of places to go in that city. And maybe that's right. just the architecture of that time, right? Like it is the birth yeah. of of civilization, right? Isn't that Baghdad was yeah. the cradle of civilization for our world? I believe that's a, a thing. I'll take your word for it, dude. I'm a, yeah, this man. is uh, the Shit. minute with... Tumor, it was a cradle, cradle of life. The Wikipedia the article. One minute sorry, of history <laughs> with Anthony. But no, I believe that's a big part of Baghdad and why and what sure. it is now. But I love that. Uh, other than that, like I think there is a, a potential there. I just feel like I couldn't connect with it. I couldn't 
be with it. And because of that, I have to say it's a skip it. No, it's no problem. I will really say quickly too, something we were talking about before, there's a setting in the game where you could turn on a filter where it gives it like a blue tint to make it look like the first Assassin's Creed game, which was famously very, very blue. Um, so if you're someone who wants to relive that Assassin's Creed OG experience, that option is there. I turned it on for like a minute and I was like, nope, this game's too beautiful to have a blue tint all over it. But just funny that's there. But please, if you're playing Assassin's Creed Mirage, let us know. Join our Discord. We're going to have a room open where we can talk all about Assassin's Creed. We'd love to know your history with the series because like Shay said, it is celebrating 15 years this year which is absolutely wild to think uh, i want to say thank you to our friends at ubisoft for providing us with codes for the game uh this game will be releasing on october 5th on so many platforms you're going to be able to play this on your xbox one on your xbox series x and s playstation 4 playstation 5 pc luna and then later next year it will be available to play on your iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max, which is just obscene to think about. But we look forward to testing it out there to see how it runs, see how it plays. So lots to look forward to. Stay tuned for our just thoughts on that on a future episode of the Movie Podcast. Make sure you're following us on all social media platforms on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the Movie Podcast. Like I said, join our Discord. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe, leave a comment below, and follow us on whatever podcast feed of your choice that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next